Hi everyone, today we will be evaluating the extent to which social factors can determine voting behaviour in elections. So, social factors refer to the demographic factors of an individual, for example, one's class, gender, age, ethnicity and location. These play a very important role in contributing to voting behaviour, and other factors can also have a potential influence, including issue voting, economic voting and perceptions of the party's influence and their leaders. Social factors and these other factors intersect with one another. The demographic factors can amplify the importance of other factors as determinants of voting behaviour. Class has historically helped to develop and determine voting behaviour, as traditionally there was a strong swing towards labour if one was a member of the working class, and conversely an inclination towards the conservatives if one was a member of the middle class. While this effect has decreased, class still plays an important factor in itself and as an influencer of other social determinants. In 1997, 59% of Class DE voted Labour and 59% of Class AB voted Conservative. This shows how the majority of each of these classes voted for a particular party. In this way, there is voting attachment as class is somewhat linked to party support. However, this factor is less pronounced as shown by the fall in Class AB supporting Conservatives. Only 40% did so in 2010, and similarly, only 40% of Class DE voters voted Labour in this election. The embourgeoisement of the working class, the decline of traditional industry and social mobility have all weakened class as an identity indicator. Class dealignment has taken place, meaning that voters identify less with a particular class and consequently there has been partisan dealignment. This has been combined with a move towards consensus politics since 1997, with Blair and New Labour navigating a third way which was more centrist in its ideology. This has appealed to a wider variety of classes and means that class is far less an accurate predictor of one's voting behaviour. However, with the rise of Corbyn and his more traditional links with old Labour and trade unions, voting based on class has become more pronounced as the working classes begin to feel a stronger connection with Labour. It is far too soon to accurately state whether there has been class realignment, but it is fair to acknowledge the appeal Labour under Corbyn has for the working class. Therefore, while class as a predictor for voting behaviour has become less clear-cut, there is still some level of voting attachment, which may be further reignited by the rise of Corbyn and more adversarial politics. Class intersects and combines with other social factors, including region and ethnicity, to still be influential in voting behaviour. There are clear divides in the way regions vote. The South East and Midlands vote largely Conservatives, the North East, London and Wales vote Labour, and in the recent years, Scotland predominantly has voted for the SNP. Much of this variation can be traced to class rather than regional influences. With the North East and Wales having mainly declining and depressed areas, they are more inclined to vote Labour, who has traditionally voiced the concerns of the working masses. This is still evident in their link with the trade unions, particularly reignited under Corbyn. 
the areas that are electoral heartlands for the Conservatives are more prosperous than the other regions, and this can explain why the voters are more likely to support the Conservatives' economic policies for lower taxes. Perhaps, then, this regional disparity is linked to instrumental voting rather than class, because voting behaviour is determined by self-interest, but this instrumental voting is still founded on the protection of one's economic status interests, based on their class. However, London is an anomaly in this regional pattern, as it is both prosperous, yet it votes Labour. This can be attributed to the diversity in London. London is the most ethically... Ethically, London is the most ethnically diverse area in the UK, and ethnic minorities are far, far more likely to vote Labour than the Conservatives. And this is linked to class because these minorities are more likely to be voting from a working class. In 2017, only 21% of black minority ethnics voted for the Conservatives, compared to 65% for the Labour. However, there is evidence to suggest that ethnicity may be a warning factor, as the large majority of Hindu and Sikh communities now actually do support the Conservatives rather than Labour. However, still, this voting behaviour can be linked to economic circumstances because these groups are becoming increasingly middle class compared to other ethnic minority groups and therefore more disposed to vote conservative. Therefore, while class has been a less prominent factor in directly influencing voting behaviour, it has a secondary influence by enhancing other social factors, most significantly locality and ethnicity. People now cast their vote based on reasons outside of their social makeup. Voting is often based on a voter's perception of the valence of a particular party, which is outside the domain of social factors. Valence issues have become increasingly important with the growing involvement of the media in general elections, political campaigns, as well as the introduction of televised debates. The issue of valence have been present since 1979, with the Conservatives campaigning on the tagline, quote, Labour isn't working. This targeted the Labour Party, and in particular James Callaghan, with the current failings of the economy. This conversely benefited the Conservative Party, as they themselves presented their party as competent and economically diligent, unlike Callaghan and Labour, who the media had mocked for his dismissive comments about the extent of the winter of discontent, as well as the economic crisis. Through this matter, the media was a forceful influence in determining voting behaviour, because they helped to frame the issue that would consume the election and solidified the perception of Labour as incompetent. Arguably, many voters voted for the Conservatives because they were economically voting, hoping for the Conservatives to fix the economy because they would have long seen the economy as stringent and an austerate party. The impact of the media is further epitomised by the changing of the Sun support in 1997 election to Labour. This is after the Labour won their landslide victory that the Sun revealed that they had felt that they won the party election. This shows the arguable effect the media can have over voters because the Sun has supported the winning party since 1979. 
Valence also encompasses the image of the leader. This was particularly significant in 2010 election. The electorate regarded the Labour Party as economically independent and incompetent, blaming the party for the financial crisis and especially the Prime Minister Gordon Brown because he had been the Chancellor and was perceived uncomfortable and awkward. In comparison, Nick Clegg performed very well in the televised debates, leading to his infamous phrase, I'm with Nick, and was regarded by the public as a personable and honest person. This was partially accountable for the rise in Labour and Lib Democrats' vote up to 23%. However, while these issues of valence do stand isolated from social factors, social factors still help to shape voters' perceptions of the leaders and parties, particularly when the media is reflecting rather than driving the political opinions of the readership and amplifying these social factors. So let's conclude by saying that social factors and other factors work in conjunction with each other, and this is all to culminate in influencing voting behaviour. The importance of social factors as a determinant of voting behaviour has somewhat declined with class dealignment, diminishing class barriers and the growing weight of valence. However, social factors are still important due to the secondary effects of class in terms of voting behaviour and based on ethnicity and region, as well as one's interpretation of the media and influencing their perceptions of parties. This means that voting behaviour has a multiplicity of influences which work in tandem to one another and intersect to determine how one votes.